I mean, if we really would have wanted to get to the show, we would have gotten to the show right out of the gate. You wouldn't have sat there telling people why we need to get to the show. Morales, come on. I know you're golfing on a Friday, but good Lord. Good afternoon. It's Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. Am I right about this, Cap? It's Friday. It's going to be a great day. We're going to have a ton of fun. People are going to win stuff. It's going to be a great day. Going to an, an amazing weekend coming up. Yeah. LZ, how you feeling about this weekend? You feeling good? Not there yet? Okay, it's fine. Um, so here's what we got for you. So I was driving in earlier today, Scott, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was listening to Mason and Momo because Ireland's on vacation for the All-Star break. And Momo says, you know, Mace, I've just been really, like, too nice to you today. So I decided to call in. <laughs> and, and I decided to take part in the conversation, make fun of Mace a little bit, you know, get that, those juices flowing because I think Mace is better when he's on the defensive and he's punching back. So, um, but I found out, I ran into a bit that they were doing. Now, Brionis and Bronstein, I believe, are still here. Now, yeah. what was the bit? Like, you guys were trying to question who Mason was equivalent to on the Lakers? Uh, yeah, it kind of came up with uh, the callers since it was uh, Effort Friday. They just, you know, Mason was like, you know what, I'm like, I'm like the LeBron of uh, 710 ESPN. I'm, I'm, I'm the most important guy on the station. That's, uh, that's kind of where it started. Okay, and then, so where did you guys rank him? I said... I said Jared Dudley. Why? Oh, Jared Dudley, <laughs> dude, he's a veteran. He's just chilling. He takes days off. Like, who does that, man? <laughs> and I said KCP because he tends to disappear at the most important I mean, moments. Sometimes. Good lord, that is so mean. Okay, Mason is at the very least Alex Caruso. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No I'm just way. kidding. No, I, he I, doesn't have that kind of. No. He doesn't have that sort of hustle. He doesn't have that sort of. <laughs> Give it all he got. He doesn't have the clutchness no. possibility. No. He don't have that. I mean, we had a listener call Momo THT because everybody wants to listen to her. Yeah, that is true. Everybody wants to listen to Momo. That is absolutely no doubt about that. But no, see, Mason, look, I've always said he's the most important person at this radio station, and I stand by that. Now, but if I'm comparing him to a Laker, guys, I think that, he can't be LeBron because LeBron plays all 82, man. And we all know Steve Mason ain't playing 82, okay? Let's be real here. Mason takes as much vacation as he can and then some. So I'm going to say because of that, I'll give him like AD status because he's OG from the station, deserves the love. But he ain't around enough to be LeBron. Plus, Momo says he's the boss. Like, come on. Like, no way. Yeah. No way. Because she, she went LeBron. Is, is, this, is this where we've been relegated to? Is this is this what happens now? What's that? <laughs> because we're having extreme technical difficulties. Poor Jorge. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I was uh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, are you okay? Cuz we were just laughing about something that bit they were doing with Mason in Ireland. No, 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 no. It was Scott and I were on the same cop or Scott was on three when I was supposed to be on three and he was supposed to be on two and we couldn't figure it out. Who's on first? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah, so okay, sorry. Look, 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 let's do this. Let's peel back a layer here because uh, look, yes. this, peel. this audience, it, we're all family here. Okay. So let me explain something to you. We're mm-hmm. trying to do our best around here, okay? The entire station deals with this, okay? The world. Because the of, whole world is dealing with this. For sure, but yeah. I'm just specifically talking about what we have to deal with. I just so. wanted to be inclusive. That's no, all. no, thank you. Thank you, though. I appreciate <laughs> He's it. He's rainbow uh, on the inside, he says. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, no doubt. No doubt. We're all going through this together. Hashtag, t- we're going through it together. Um, but what, I, what I'm saying is here at the station, every one of us is at a completely different location. 
Uh, poor Jorge, and I think Bronstein sounded like he was at the studio as well. Yeah, I'm here. Laura's at the studio, <laughs> but like Mason and Ireland are in different locations. Everyone's in different locations. So some days, because we're depending on technology, it may be a little clunky, okay? But God bless you. You're here with us, and we love you and thank you for it. And we're doing our best, okay? Which is basically, I think, what you were saying, LZ. We're doing the best we can, man. Just like coming to America, too. It did the best it could. <laughs> oh, man, it's getting killed. No, it's don't do that. Killed. It is just getting destroyed. Don't by say everybody. that. I'm telling no! you. No! I'm just telling you the way it is. Listen to me. I want coming to America, too, or coming to America. I want it to be great. I want it to be as great as Coming to America 1. I've made my Friday night about sitting down and watching this movie and everything I read is the movie sucks. I won't go so far to say it sucks. I would just say there is a sucking noise in the vicinity when it is playing. (laughs) (laughs) Now, LZ, you've seen the movie, right? No, I I can't make it all the way through the first time. I I have to go back. No, that's not a good endorsement either. No, 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 no. Think of it. More, don't think of it as like it's terrible. Think of it more like a like a buffet that you go to get some and then go sit down and you go back and get some more because no. you can't eat all of it at once. No. that's no, a positive LZ. spin. That's a positive. That is spin. a very positive spin because oh, sometimes yes. you go to a buffet like if it's a fancy buffet and it's an expensive buffet, you're like. I'm going to eat every dollar worth of this buffet, but this movie doesn't sound like you're going to eat every dollar's worth. No, wait, wait. Is it like Golden Corral buffet or is it like Vegas buffet? Well, listen, as soon as you say buffet, I'm already looking at you side eye. Well, especially after COVID, for sure. <laughs> especially after COVID. Never go back. <laughs> no. Never will I go back. Uh, old Never. country buffet, you it's no. over, baby. Goodbye. I don't know. It's See you later. All that extra, all those crab legs, maybe. Uh, I don't no, know. None of that. I don't, See I you don't later. Know. Yeah. It's gonna be a it's, it's gonna be a hell of a sneeze guard. Even a yeah. salad bar, Kaplan. Is that what you said? I wouldn't yeah, even do a salad place. bar. Moving salad forward. place went out of business. What was the name of that salad joint that everybody kids would go to? I hated it all the time. But there's a salad place went out of business during COVID. Careful, before I'm, Morales tells us it's a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because you know the father above us, of course, will just chime you in. Know, I love yeah. the fact that he knows that though. That's the yeah. funny part is that yeah, yeah. I start down a path and then he gets in my ear. That's a sponsor. Be careful. And I'm like, damn it. How is this possible? (laughs) It really is insane when you think about it. Uh, Speaking of insane, Mm -hmm. how insane would it be if Blake Griffin came back to L.A.? I don't know if Steve Ballmer's going to have that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about hashtag Team Petty and the Lakers found a way (laughs) to sign Blake Griffin. I like the way your devious mind is working, Sedano. There's no way. Is there? I don't think so, man. Come on, really? Do you troll down? Don't you troll up? Aren't you supposed to troll up? Well, well, but but here, here's the deal, okay? Mm-hmm. So the Lakers have the least amount of uh, of money available to give him, okay? I don't right. know what his actual buyout numbers are, and Greg, if you know that, please tell me. But, um, I mean, he had like seventy or eighty million dollars left on that on that deal <laughs> with Detroit, right. so. It doesn't matter. I mean, if it were me, right? If I were that deep, you know what I mean? And I got my money, and I've already had a $100 million contract, I'm going the best place I can to win. Aren't you, Cap? Yeah, of course. Um, Listen, I'm not suggesting that this is a money play for a guy like Blake. The question really comes down to this. Does he fit? Is he a piece of a puzzle that would work for the Lakers? And listen, Um, he's invisible to me in Detroit the last couple of years. And so I really would have to wonder 
Is he a fit for this Laker team? Does he really help? Does he make a contribution? Does I mean, because if I'm him, if I'm Blake Griffin, I'm like, yeah, I'll go to the Lakers as long as LeBron will welcome me. Hell yeah, I'll go. Well, listen, I, I believe that um, we've seen enough of Blake to know that he's not above petty. He's not above trolling. He's not above being a practical joker. He might actually enjoy taking the absolute less because in his mind, he's making the most of it. There is that aspect of his personality. Now, I don't know what, anything about his agent. You mean I the stand-up comedy part that he likes to do? I mean, the comedy well, store's right here. You know what but, I mean? Like, but, you, but you know, I mean, you've seen his, his, some of his antics, you know, whether it's with fans or with players where he's trying to pretend as if, you know, oh, I didn't do that. Like the one fan with the water, he pretended like he was raising his hands up and he really was just throwing water on the kid and stuff like that. Like, there's a part of him that does enjoy being that dude. And so... To your point, Sedano, if he decides that the most important thing to me is to troll the team that embarrassed the hell out of me, then maybe he does come back to L.A. Maybe he does take the minimum and become a Laker. I do it. I mean, listen, if, if LeBron will have me and will welcome me and will allow me to share a locker room with him and put on the same jersey and pass him the ball, um, I don't really care about the money because I've already gotten paid. But I'm still questioning, does he really fit? Well, that is the other part of the conversation, right? Because um, what we need isn't necessarily what Blake Griffin has to offer. Mm -hmm. If we were to get Blake, that would be extra for stuff we already have. Right. And sometimes it's, it's good. Like, I'm never going to turn down bacon. So if Blake Griffin is bacon, <laughs> give me some more bacon. Mm -hmm. But... What we need is some bread. Right. Otherwise, we can't get a BLT. Right. So I'm right. never going to turn down the bacon. But that's what Blake is. Yeah, he, he's more well, bacon. Which and is especially, great, especially which is at awesome. this stage of his career. Yes, it, which I love bacon. Yeah. Give me more. Yeah. But I'm if I want the BLT, too, I'm going to need some bread. I mean, we know you like bacon, Kaplan, because you thought it was a cold cut. Well, I, listen, again, I, I'll just say this in advance. You know, Rabbi, I apologize, but I love bacon. There's nothing I can do about it. But LZ, he's kind of like turkey bacon. You know, it's like, you know, he's kind of a bacon substitute. He's just Ooh. a little bit cleaner like and leaner. Yeah. And I'm supposed to eat it because I know I want bacon, but I'm really not. I shouldn't eat bacon. But yeah, I just don't know that Blake is a need. I don't think that he fulfills a whole. No, he's not right. a need. Wait, wait, wait. That's what I was saying. He's not a need. I, I, what I want is bread. Yeah, but I love right. bacon. Yeah, correct. You right. are 100% right, LZ. Right. But I want to expand on this turkey bacon Blake comparison. So are you saying that Blake isn't as good anymore, so that's why you went turkey bacon because turkey bacon isn't as good as bacon? That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. I just wanted right. to make sure we were on the yeah, same so wavelength listen, here. As long as you don't call him Tafurky or like other – what did you just say, Greg? I said faking. Faking? What do you mean? No, there is no such thing as faking. <laughs> there is no there such is. thing. Made I do not believe you that there up. is a, a product <laughs> called faking because I, if it is, oh, I am I'm buying all own. the stock in it. Because <laughs> it's such a great name. Fake bacon. Yeah, faking. Fake bacon. No, but is there a brand called faking? Please tell me there is. find it for you. I don't think there's a bread called Oh, man, bacon. then we need to bacon, start bacon, it right bacon, now. Go get on that copyright. F-A-C-O-N.com. I want to buy the URL right now. Yeah. Right here. Listen, listen, listen. Light Life. Faking Bacon Organic Smoky Tempest Strips. Six ounces. 
organic. Are you calling him Blake an organic smoke temperature? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're suggesting? Bacon. Is that what you're calling him, Scott? Just or so you we said he's a, he's, he's a step above that, so he's turkey. Is that what you're saying to us? <laughs> he's turkey bacon, this guy. Okay, there. He's in the middle of those he's two extremes. Those okay, two. fine, fine. Laker fans, do you want someone who's just above smoke temporary strips? <laughs> Hell no. Right, fake it. <laughs> Laura, <laughs> Laura, would you would you want Blake back? Hell no. Mm-mm. You, well, you I don't want, want him with the real- Lakers is what you're saying. Yeah, no, no Lakers for sure. Well, he said Lakers, so I said hell no. Right. We like the authentic stuff. No now, oh, okay. Yeah, that's Real true. Bacon. Though. Not that conversation bacon. is going in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys were following. <laughs> she likes the real thing. Oh, my God. I got you, girl. I got you. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, LZ. Mm-hmm. What about Ballmer? Can he make amends with Blake? Well, I don't know. Because the difference, see, Dan Gilbert and LeBron didn't make up. They just each had their individual desires that they understood and need each other to fulfill. So they didn't get over, you know, the bad breakup. They just set the bad breakup aside for the children. Now, on this side, when it comes to Balmer and with Blake, does Blake want to win a championship for the city of Los Angeles? And if he does, is it paramount to him to do it for the Clippers? Based upon the last images that I saw of them, I would say no. But I've never done any reporting on this. I've never had a conversation with him, with him about this. So I don't know what really motivates him. It's because for some guys, it is important to win a chip for the team that drafts you. Right. For some guys. Yeah. I don't know if Blake is one of those dudes. But I mean, flip it around. Flip it around, though. For, for Balmer, yeah. do you care? I mean, do you really honestly oh, I don't care? Think, I don't think Balmer cares. I don't think of course Balmer not. cares. No, I don't of, think yeah, Balmer It's cares. about Blake. This is right. about Blake. Right. Exactly. So, 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 okay. So does Blake joining the Clippers take them all of a sudden to another level up that you go, oh, wait a second. Oh, Clippers just got no, so no, much better. No. no, it adds just another layer of for them. And they're, you know, they're also, um, they could use some size, you know, and, and even though he's not size like a center, I think he's size, he's girth, right? Enough. He and he's still, yeah, he's he big. can still rebound the ball. The show is taking a turn. I, I, I don't. It's Friday for crying out loud, dude. It's Friday, LG. It's one division Friday, baby. It is. It is. You know, it was supposed to be coming to America Friday, but it's going to be one division Friday. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. But he's enough girth where I don't think what we saw in Detroit is is the real him. I think he was like, this place sucks. This place going nowhere. I need to get the hell out of here, and I'll play the requisite amount of minutes to keep me in shape. And I feel like I'm not going to go hard. I'm not going to injure myself so I can give myself a chance with a new team. Well, that's, that's how that's, I feel Blake That's a big question. So, so, yeah. so listen, think about it like this. I'll just make a comparison. When Randy Moss, old school here, played for the Raiders, remember how that was Randy Moss who wasn't really giving you everything he had, but then when he got to New England, you were like, oh, Randy Moss is Randy Moss again. Could Blake Griffin become Blake Griffin again? Could he have not been Blake Griffin because he was in Detroit and he was in a bad spot? I, at this point, will tell you, I'll have a hard time believing he's ever going to go anywhere near what he once was. No. But might he no. be rejuvenated and care and give you everything he got? And then could he make a contribution? Well, I, I do believe that he could make a very positive contribution for a lot of teams that's in need of what he could bring. I just, and when it comes to the Lakers, George, 
I'm just stuck on the fact that he's not what we need. We'll have more of what we have. And sometimes that can work too in terms of winning a championship, overwhelming them with your strengths as opposed to trying to compensate for your weaknesses. But that's not how we won last year. We yeah. won last year with balance. And right now we're a little unbalanced. Yeah, no, I I, I, agree, I agree with that. I'm I'm not oppo- as opposed to that. Let's open it up to the fans. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Is Blake turkey bacon? Uh, would you care? <laughs> that, that's one. Would you care to have Blake on your team? You're a Laker fan. You're a Clipper fan. Like, how do you feel all that potentially plays out? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Oh, no. There's another review about coming to America, too. Bad, huh? It's oh, not no. good. All right, we'll do that in two and a half minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> Always. Like, you see, he was going to get through that, and then he just he gave just you the little, little, little zinger right at the oh, end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to love it. He, it's like cilantro. Just a little flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't stand cilantro. You can't? You can't? What? Don't like What's it. wrong is with this, you? Now, oh, What's I was just to you? say, like, is this a cultural thing? But Greg has come Greg over the top to defend like, white people. Ew. What is it? Yes. Everybody no. has to like the same stuff? Come on. I didn't like the way you said it. Yeah, I just don't like cilantro. Mm. See, like like that, all dismissive. Mm. Yeah, it is like, dismissive like, of the cilantro. Put it this way. If I were ordering it at a restaurant, I saw it on the menu. I'd be like, hey, can you like not put cilantro? Like, no onions, no cilantro. Thank you. Oh, no onions what? and no, no onions cilantro. No cilantro. Let me redo this for you. Hey, can you... I, I really love that dish. Can you remove all the seasoning and flavors? And yeah, all the flavor. <laughs> Move all the flavor. Just but, keep it as bland as possible. The onions are going to be at me. Acid reflux. Oh, come on. Just take something, man. They got stuff for that. Just yeah, don't I'll take, take Zantac because then you're going to end up in a, you're gonna, in, a, in a lawsuit or something. Mm. Do you take your steak re- um, well done too? No, like no, I do well not. no, I do not. Okay. No, I do not. Okay. Okay. Do, right. do, do not. You don't compare the protein to the produce. Okay. Ooh, look at you dropping bars. Well, you're taking away all the flavor. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, today's Friday. Doesn't this is, today this is not a great. Monday cap. This is Friday cap. This I is, like this. I, I like, like this. Friday cap. Can we get yeah. Friday cap on Monday? Yeah. <laughs> it is Friday. <laughs> there we go. All right, Friday. let's get to the phones. People want to chime in on Blake. Um, do you want Blake back? It's very simple. Whether you're hey, a Laker George. fan or you're a Clipper fan, it doesn't matter. George, What's let that? me tell you something. Before we do this, really, really Oh, yeah, quickly, yeah, please. The Papa Shot. Yeah. I want to tell everybody, if you're listening right now, you have the advantage of those who will listen later on. At 640 this evening, we're going to give away this $369 Papa Shot, the Lakers deal. It's awesome. You can visit Pop, P-O-P-A, popashop.net for more information. So, look. I'm going to give away question number one right now to everybody who's listening. Okay. What delicious food did LZ compare Blake Griffin to? There you go. And the answer is? LZ. Bacon. Bacon. So there you go. That's question number one. So Already, you know, we're giving you the answers to the test if you're paying attention. That's what I'm saying. 
All right, so let's do it. So that's at 640 today. We're giving away that Papa shot, that Lakers Papa shot. So let's go to Eric and Covina on Blake. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. Uh, I'm a huge Laker fan. Um, honestly, I don't think Blake is what the Lakers need. If I had a choice, I would love for them to go after Andre Drummond. Uh, I know he's not bought out yet. I know there's rumors of him getting bought out. So if, if the Lakers had a choice, I would say go after Drummond. Um, if they can't get Drummond, then I would say try to go after Blake. But don't be signing him for a huge contract if they can try to get him on a vet min or something like that. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. LZ, what do you think? Well, listen, he's not getting a lot of money from from the Lakers because we don't have it to give. Right. So, only 810000 so, That's what the Lakers have, so 810000 this, this is about two things if you're Blake, if you come to the Lakers. This is about, number one, the, the best chance you believe of winning a championship. Mm-hmm. And then number two, the opportunity to win a championship at the expense of the team that embarrassed the hell out of you in front of everybody when they shipped you to Detroit after they told you you're going to be governor of California. Like those are the only two reasons why you would take it because it can't be a monetary thing. Right, because $810,000 is what he's carrying around in his pocket in cash right now. So, <laughs> right, so probably. So, so the money is not the issue. Although I, actually, I would recommend, Scott, that he puts it in Bitcoin. That's just me personally. Well, I know, I'm not I giving away financial advice, by the way. I'm just saying for Blake, not for me or what's you. What's he going to do? Walk around uh, with, his, with his Bitcoin wallet and try and pay at the bar? with his? You guys take Bitcoin here? Okay. But I think that to LZ's point, the mm. bigger question is and the bigger issue is, mm. does Blake want to take a chance to not just win but simultaneously stick it to the Clipper organization? That, to me would be the motivated Blake that I'd rather have rather than, oh, we paid him so he's here. I'd rather have the he wants to win, he wants to stick it to those guys. Let's All right, that's, let's check out Paul then real quick. What's up, Paul? What's going on, guys? How y'all hey. doing today? Hey, what's up, brother? What's hey, I just, had a, no, I just thought, I think that uh, Blake, he still is a, a, I think he still could be, I just, you know, if he's a healthy, a 15 and uh, 8 and 4 guy. And I feel like he was, that's a solid contributor. And I feel like the Lakers should go after him and pr- try to get him in because you wouldn't want Philly or Phoenix or maybe even uh, Brooklyn to grab him at the minimum because he has also have a chance to win there right. also. And, and Brooklyn, so, Paul, Paul, Brooklyn is the favorite, and, and thank you for the call. So, And, look, he's got, you know, Elsie, he's got the relationship with, with DeAndre, so I think right. that helps too, for sure. I mean, it, it, it helps, but, again, What's the real motivation for Blake? Now, if it's just to win a championship and he believes that the, you know, Brooklyn Nets has the best shot at that, then, yeah, go. Right. he's probably going to go and do that. But if he's looking at the two for one, win a chip and do it at the expense of Ballmer and the Clippers, I think that's going to be a bigger motivation for him based upon the personality that he has shown you know, almost since he got into the league. Still don't think he's coming to the Lakers. I mean, I really don't. I, well, and I just well, I the different question, Cap. Do the Lakers want him? That's exactly right. That's the other question. Yes. Like it, it's that part. That's right. Because if you're the Lakers, we're sitting here talking about, you know, would we want him on the Lakers? Does he fit? Does he not fit? Why would he want to be here? But the question really is, do the Lakers look at Blake Griffin and go, you know, with him, we fit him into this thing. Now we're really we're back, man. We're we are mo- we're so much more a favorite now because we got Blake. No, listen, main concentration, one thing and one thing only, 
get AD healthy and get him back on the floor. Yeah, that's it. For sure. Right. For yeah, sure. No doubt. For sure. Yeah. And, and if they go after Blake, maybe that's telling us they're not quite so sure oh, about the point. health of, mm-hmm. of AD going forward. Perhaps. If Perhaps. they go after Blake right. with, like, hellfire and everything else. Right, 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 right. Which, well, I don't know. With 810 grand, it's not like – I don't know if you have hellfire. Well, hellfire um, if you add in some Bitcoin, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, or, then I was ask the Dodgers say. to help pay him, you know? Yeah, exactly. Hey, Guggenheim, come on. Let's go. Come on, what are you, you guys know? doing? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to Rachel in L.A. Rachel. Hey. Okay. I got a few things to say. Not to rehash, but I would order more cilantro, so I'm with you, LZ. Thank you. (laughs) And, uh, okay, I think what we need to do is, like you said, get AD healthy, play our depth. We've got some great, great guys off the bench. But I think Blake would be good with the chemistry and energy, but there's a reason why he's been invisible. It's not just... Detroit, it's that um, he's, like, injured all the time, and he's averaging only, I think, don't quote me, but, like, 26 minutes, something like that, when he does play. And I do think he would do better with us, but I think we should wait. Correct me if I'm wrong, but next postseason and the season after that, like, it's going to be a lot of options on the table. So we should save our money. That's all. Okay. Thank you, Rachel. Appreciate it. You have a great weekend, young lady. So uh, here's what I would say. Next year's not going to matter because if you just sign him to the minimum, you're just signing him for the rest of the year. So there's that part of it, which I think is advantageous uh, for any of these teams. But to LZ's point earlier, Scott, um, you know, the Lakers have the least amount of money uh, of the five teams. It's 810 grand. Then the uh, the Clippers would have like three and change, the biannual exception, but they'd have to make a deal or at least a move first to free that up. And then after that, I think it's like, the Heat, the Nets, and the Warriors by far have the most money. They have like $9 million. But like the Heat has like 4-7. The Nets have 5-7, uh, or maybe that's flipped. Either way, the point is, you know, I-, I don't think money should factor into it for him. I think LZ's point of going to the place where you can win the most. If he chose the place with the most money, would that? W- how would you feel about that? Well, it sounds like the place with the most money is New Jersey, or Brooklyn, rather. And... Um... And it sounds like, you know, they are number two, number three, number four. I mean, when it comes to people's favorites to win. So you could probably kill two birds with one stone and go, I'm going to get the most money and I'm going to play for a championship contender. I think we maybe ought to consider that we should want Blake to go back to the Clippers because just the potential dysfunctionality amongst the personalities, that might be very entertaining to watch. I mean... I don't know about the, the entertainment value of watching, but I, but I do know that it would say a lot about Balmer and it would say even more about Blake. I agree. Yeah, because, you look, I, I still wouldn't have forgiven Dan Gilbert if I were LeBron, and that's just me talking as right, me. Right, exactly. And when I look at, you know, again, it was really embarrassing because they heaped it on. Right, they we you're our guy. You're the best player in franchise history. We're gonna put your jersey in the rafters, and then like five minutes later, it's like, yo, man, hope you like Detroit. Pack a coat. Exactly. He lost a Kardashian over it or a Jenner or something. <laughs> he did. Like, like everything changed, and yeah, it happened real quick. within the same year. Yeah, yeah, real quick. Um, all right, we can continue taking those calls at eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Jerry Harrison Jr. is gonna join us at five o'clock. We'll talk some Dodger baseball with him because. 
Dodger baseball is here, man, and it's fun for sure. And Ariel Hawani will join us at 6 o'clock. Big uh, UFC this weekend. We'll get into that with him, so stick around for that. This portion of the show presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. But we got our game coming up next. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Next on 710 ESPN. Back in two and a half. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. (laughs) All right, fellas, let's start off here. We're going to do a little bit of music. In 1955, Elvis Presley made his television debut on the weekend show, The Louisiana Hayride. Scott, is Elvis Presley overrated, underrated, or properly rated? (laughs) This is going to be an interesting (laughs) conversation. (laughs) I love the reaction. I love both of you guys. (laughs) This is like asking Chris Fowler about Tebow. Right. (laughs) Okay, here it goes. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Elvis Presley is get it right, Scott. Please, Jesus, get it right. Overrated. Wow. Wow. I feel like that's an upset, but go ahead. It is an upset. It is an upset. Go on. You know, I just feel like, um, you know, you got to look at the whole body of work. You know, I mean, really, um, it just at the end, the fat jumpsuit Elvis is what's kind of stuck in my head Mm -hmm. rather than the early good looking, you know, the dance move Elvis. You ever see the move where he, his leg moves side to side side, and then all of a sudden it stops and then he takes his hands and he has to move it again. I'm doing that dance move right now, LZ, just so you know. Um, Is it on tape? Because it didn't happen if it's not on tape. That's probably Oh no, we saw one on tape and we can get to that in a little bit. Mm. I'm going to just go with Elvis being all these years later, I'm going to go overrated. Okay, I I agree, uh, LZ. First of all, he gets heralded as the quote-unquote king of rock and roll. And, you know, I I don't believe there is a true king of rock and roll. I think the Beatles were kind of that first crazy rock and roll band, right, that, like, really transcended across uh, different genres and whatnot. Um, So I don't consider him that, even though people do. Uh, His movies stunk, okay? I've actually seen a few of them. They are the worst things ever. Um, and to Scott's point, his fashion choices early on. Great. Later on in life, very strange. And the jumpsuits, I just didn't get it. So, uh, that's where I'm at on it. I believe he is properly rated within the culture that is America. America has a long history of elevating or rewarding, um, white artists for doing black work and rock and roll was invented by black people. Right. And, Elvis Presley, to his credit, at least acknowledged that. So that's fine and dandy. Um, But I say he's properly rated because even though, obviously, you know, cultural appropriation is something that turns my innards, um, the simple fact that he was so successful with what he was doing and that he was even embraced by black artists who were cognizant of the fact they knew what was happening Mm -hmm. means that he has a certain degree of street cred that may actually have been John B. before John B. Oh, look at that. Or Sean so, McVay. Or Sean McVay. So yes, I'm, go- I'm going to say he's properly rated because he was able to maximize what is obviously a despicable aspect of our culture, which is 
not actually acknowledging the creators of these art forms that we so much love in this country. No doubt. Greg, what's next? Yeah, he's overrated. Uh, Shohei Hotani pitched. I, I wish Key would have been here to help with that because he would have just been like, man, I wasn't even born. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. That's that part of the problem answer. for guys like us. When we talk about overrated, it's like, yeah, I never really, like, in my life, got to see, like, primetime Elvis. Like, I saw tapes of it in black yeah. and white, but yeah. I wasn't yeah, living. But, you, but, but here, here's what you need to know. You know who he is. You yeah. know what he looks like at various stages of his life. Right. You know True. his songs. And yet, you claim not to be a fan. No, his, uh, his so ex-wife, his daughter, you know, know it all. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. clearly, he's, you know, it is what it is. He is, right. to what you, your point, a cultural icon. Greg, what's next? All right, so Shohei Otani of the Angels pitched today, and he is coming off Ooh. of Tommy John surgery, by the way, as well. Yes. Uh, he pitched to 10 batters and he, in one and two-thirds innings, and he struck out five. LZ, is Shohei Otani and being a two-way player in baseball overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Oh. Oh, we know it's overrated, man. Come on, it's overrated. And I'm disappointed, like a lot of people, not as disappointed as the Angels, obviously. But, <laughs> you know, the, the reality is, is that um, he is talented on both sides of the ball. Both sides of the game, he's extremely talented. But there's a reason why no one's really been able to do it. And... He's going through it right now. So a decision needs to be made. And if there's a situation where the Angels find themselves in 18 innings or something like that and they need a pitcher, then they can throw him in. But I I would not uh, continue to try to stretch him thin when if you just had him concentrate on one, he could be among the best of the best. Well, to that point, LZ and Scott, what I would say to you as we kind of move it around is – um, I agree with LZ because I just think that baseball specifically, okay, you want to talk about specialization of children, right, in sports and athletics. Baseball, as far as the team sports is concerned, I think is the one that started way before everyone else. Like mm-hmm. we've seen AAU and 7-on-7, seven seven, yep. uh, you know, over the last several decades. Man, you can go to travel baseball back like 100 years basically almost. You know what I mean? Like so – I think because of that, to LZ's point, specialization has made guys so much better over all these decades that I just think it's hard to try to pull off both and be elite at both. Otani, overrated. And here's the deal. It was a very, very cute experiment. Bring a guy over. He could do it over there. Can he do it over here? Can he play in Major League Baseball? Of course he can. Can he be a a really good player? I think he probably can. But... Unfortunately, the human body is probably not going to be able to do all the things. Um, You just use the word specialization. You know, there used to be guys in the NFL, this is the world I used to live in, that would kick field goals, kick off, and punt. Now, the punter just punts, and the kicker just kicks because everybody's become a specialist. I liked the idea of Otani. I thought it was really interesting. But if he can't stay healthy, the whole thing is overrated. Is yep. he a ball player or a sideshow? Make a decision. I like it. Um, all right. Do we have one more or do we have, uh, we got to yeah. go? Yeah, I got one more. One for each of you. So okay. we'll start with you, George, this time. Twitter is working on an undo send button, and it is going to have a timer to allow you to set an amount of, with a set amount of time where you can decide, I don't actually want to send this. So you can send it, and then it'll, it'll, <laughs> a bar will go across saying, no, 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 you know what? I don't want to do that. I know a certain elected official who may have benefited from that feature. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to go, I'm going to go underrated because I'll tell you this, you know, to quote uh, our friend Herm Edwards, don't press send. Okay. Um, So 
And, and look, I think sometimes even for editing purposes, like maybe I've had a glass or two too many of wine by the time the Lakers game is over, and I may misspell something, or I may leave a word out of a sentence because I'm trying to figure out how I want to compose it because there's been a little too much Chianti or Car- Cabernet that night. So, yeah, giving me a few seconds to go, oh, yeah, I spelled that wrong or I missed the word that or something, I'm good on that. I, I agree with you. I'm in an industry that if you're a good writer, then you means that means you have a great editor. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and sometimes, you know, the editor can be yourself if you have enough time to stop yourself and save yourself from yourself. So I love the fact that, you know, Twitter is looking at ways to not just make itself better, but actually to help us be better too. Please, yes. That's you know? the problem. There's, these places have not – they've let us – run roughshod and the worst of us has come out because of social media but the inability to edit on twitter you know um so you know it's either you tweet it and if you don't like it you delete it and by the way if you've said something that you regret then it's like oh no and then by the time you've deleted it there's somebody somewhere on planet earth that (laughs) for some reason took a screenshot of your tweet And you're like, but I deleted it. Yeah, and it was only there for five seconds. I know, but somebody got it, and now you're a jerk. So I like the idea of constantly creating iterations of platforms. I'm very into that. But um, listen, uh, you say things, you publish things, you got to live with those consequences. Agreed. No, I agree, but I'm just saying, like, I do think that it gives you, like, if you're going to be one of those people, to LZ's point, that is a bit outlandish, you know, sometimes, and you're doing things for effect. You know what I mean? I think that I, I think that, that that may get you to not tweet one or two things. I'm not saying it's going to change your personality, but it, it may stop you from doing a, a few that could be really harmful, you know? i got to be honest with you. I would take advantage of that feature. Yeah, I, I mean, it, and it's not taking advantage of it. It's actually just being smart. Correct. Like, just be smart. Like Correct. It's a, it's a, it could be a, certainly a good tool. We should yeah. have that feature on text messaging, too. Like, you know how many times I've said <laughs> things to my ex-wife, and just as I'm about to push send, I'm like, don't do that. Okay, don't Or, or do how that. many times have you, have you hit send, and you're like, that's the wrong thing, oh. or the wrong person. You text the wrong person, the little line's going. You're like, no, come I, back, line. I or how many times have you told them to come over, but you gave them the wrong time, and you're like going, dang, now do I change the time to send another <laughs> message? Or do... <laughs> Or do I just adjust my schedule? Because they said cool. They were cool at that time. Yeah, the other day I texted a guy, and I texted him what I texted about him to somebody else. You know, so I was like, yeah, dude, we got this guy all wrapped up. It's good, man. We're all good. And I sent it to him. I'm like, oh, geez. Uh-oh. Yeah, Screwed wrong that person. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we got big news if you're a Dodgers fan. And don't forget, Jerry Hairston Jr. is going to join us at 5 o'clock from Sportsnet LA. Uh, We'll be back in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Tonight, LZ and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. 
Uh, Happy Friday to everybody. Uh, uh. Our buddy Jerry Harrison Jr. from Sportsnet LA going to join us in about 15 minutes. Talk some Dodger baseball with him. I, I want to do some Dodgers here as well. But, uh, Greg, we have a poll up, right? Uh, when we were talking about Blake, we were talking earlier about Blake, taking some of your calls as well at 877 710 ESPN. The question here is at ESPN Los Angeles, Laker or Clipper fans, would you care to have Blake Griffin on your team? And the four answers are Lakers fans, I care. Lakers fans, I don't care. Clippers fans, I care. Uh, Clippers fans, don't care. And right now, the leader in the clubhouse is Laker fans, don't care. 59.5%. So. There 59.5%. Wow, that's huge. Uh, uh, yeah, it's early, though. We'll see the, what the returns look like. And this poll is brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you ever injured in an accident, please call Sweet James Accident Attorneys, available 24-7. Visit sweetjames.com. So the Dodgers, uh, looks like there's some good news with the Dodgers, perhaps. We talked about this a little bit, about how there could be fans in the stands, right, which would be great news for everybody involved. So here's what the Dodgers issued today uh, from our pal Stan Caston. He says, on behalf of the Dodger organization and its fans, we want to express our sincere appreciation and gratitude to Governor Newsom, his staff, and the many others who have worked tirelessly to see these revised guidelines, which provide a blueprint for California outdoor sports venues to reopen to fans. Like the governor, we're optimistic that California will continue to make progress in the fight against COVID-19 and host fans to start the season. Uh, Safety is paramount. The Dodgers continue to work with local offices and officials uh, and, of course, Major League Baseball to finalize protocols to protect players, fans, and staff. So this is big news, I think, Scott. Like, we, we have talked about the possibility of it. This is an actual statement by the team which makes me feel really good about fans being able to go to Dodger Stadium and watch baseball this year. Yeah, and I think that there's even a bigger story here, which is that if if Major League Baseball in California, you know, L.A., San Diego, Anaheim, and Oakland and San Fran, I mean, if, if ballparks are going to open for whatever percentage it is, that's the beginning, in my opinion, of the world coming, sports fans, world coming back to some form of normalcy. normalcy because here's what's going to happen next. Then you got to figure before long, um, some level, maybe we'll get into Staples Center. Um, Other sports venues, like for me, I think about Santa Anita or Del Mar, um, the Breeders' Cup. I know this is like my own world, but what I'm saying is is that I think LZ, this is my thought on, on, on fans coming back. It's the beginning. Like, like the world maybe is starting to come back. People are getting vaccinated, and, um, and now outdoor venues, let's put people back in the stands. Let's get back to life. Well, you know, whatever the science is, I'm glad that we are following it. Yes. And if the science has led us to this point, that is tremendous news just on a humanity level. You know, not just... LA, not just California, not just America, the entire planet basically has been in quarantine and starting and stopping and having our economies turned upside down and loved ones and and the whole nine. So if the science has gotten us to this point in California, that is fantastic news for the planet. With that all being said, selfishly, I just want to thank these guys for winning that championship. Yeah. That's you know, true we've, too. we've been yeah. talking about the parades and whether or not they can be, you know, where they can be and, you know, can we do it in the water and all this other stuff. Can we just first start with just saying thank you? Yeah, yeah. And, just and being get- <laughs> able to see them and let them feel yes. that and, appre- and feel the appreciation. 
Yeah, a- absolutely. So my, my mind is, is, is right there first and foremost. If the science has gotten us here, that is amazing news for all, for everyone on the planet. And selfishly, we get a chance in L.A. to tell this team, thank you for gutting it out, for fighting the pandemic, for dealing with the pseudo, the, you know, pseudo bubbles, for coming back from 3-1 down against a very talented Brave squad. You know, just thank you, Dave Roberts, for enduring all of our boos and, and chastising. Yeah, right. And thank you, Kershaw, for yeah. all the things, including the stuff that I've done and said about you. And I just yeah. want to be able to say thank you. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know if you guys heard last night. Uh, I don't know if you guys stuck around, but, you know, Jeannie Buss was on last night with Travis and Slee. And the one thing that she said that I thought was really interesting was it doesn't even feel like we won the championship because there was never the celebration. There was never the thank you, like you're saying, LZ, or the congratulations, or vice versa from the organization to the fan base, which is thank you guys. And so for Jeannie to say last night here on 710, it doesn't even feel like we won it. Um, I got to think for the for the Dodger players and those that are on the inside, same thing, right? They they won it in Dallas, and then that night, Clayton Kershaw drove home. You know, yeah. Yeah. so I mean, well, to literally me, to I, his home, to his home, right, right, right. Like, literally yeah. drove home. Yeah. Where, where Matt Stafford was waiting and says, "What do you think? Should I come?" Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think though that the bigger issue here is is that if if. And to your point, if the science is saying it's okay and we get yeah. to this particular tier and this percentage of people, you know, let's go. I would ask this question, would you go? Because if the whole world is not yet vaccinated, I personally would go. I'd wear a mask, I'd go. I'm happy to go. But I don't know that everybody else will. I think a lot of people are still waiting. I was talking to Mason about this yesterday. He's like, no, nope, I'm waiting 28 days until I get that second vaccine. I'm like, you know, most science says that the first shot the antibodies are then in your bloodstream, in your body, and you're pretty much good. It's that second shot that's just that last little layer. It's like, no, I'm not going out until I get the second shot. I yeah, I don't blame him for that. I mean, right. that's how he feels. And so yeah, that's no, cool. Yeah. Right. Listen, that is a you know conversation like deep, deep into the woods of people's choices and rationales and all of that. Right. How risk averse are you? I, I, exactly. Yeah. But for me, and I, I have been fortunate enough to get one shot for me, I probably would have felt comfortable with the parameters that appear to have been set with just my masks. Right. You know, given what they were saying in terms of how you're going to be properly distanced and, you know, we're careful anyway, right? We, some of us have already been on planes, you know, obviously back and forth to the store, not trying to minimize those who have been hurt or who have lost their lives, but saying many of us are functioning in a similar environment that the Dodgers are proposing anyway. Mm-hmm. That's exactly with our right. Masks. I was, that's exactly right. right. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, aren't I really already living that anyway? The places I go, the things I do. I don't think I'm being irresponsible, and I'm wearing a mask everywhere I'm going. But on the other hand, if you told me there were 10,000 people in Dodger Stadium, I'd be like, Okay, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. not vaccinated and I'm wearing right. a mask. I'm okay with that. 20% capacity. Yeah, or so. Right, exactly. Right. Like, you know, I, I, I don't think that um, – I don't think that's that big a deal if the science, to everyone's point, dictates that. So that, that looks like it's going to be pretty cool. So hopefully everybody can get uh, excited uh, and this can happen and everyone can get a chance to LZ's point to say thank you to people. So let me ask you this. Today is National Unplugged Day, which clearly none of us have done. Uh, because we've been locked in to do a radio show today. Um, But will you do it immediately once the show is over today at 7? Well, I'm I'm planning on watching Coming to America tonight. I have made my Friday night 
around coming to America. I am so excited for this movie and so disappointed with what I'm hearing about Uh this movie. Uh Uh-oh. So I don't think I have the capability of unplugging. I have a hard enough time putting my phone down for a 45-minute Peloton class, okay? Really? Yeah, hard. Oh, man. See, I don't mind my phone after a while. Like, I... I See, there are diff- to me, there's different layers of unplugging. Like, complete unplugging, I think, LZ, you would refer to it as just like, you're going on some, like, island trip, and you ain't even got, like, phone. <laughs> like, nobody right. can even get reception to you, you know? Like, but, um, like, I-, I think there are layers to it. I think the phone is a big layer for most people. Certainly so- is for Greg. <laughs> right, because <laughs> Greg, when we asked you, you said you were going to do what? I said I was going to watch WandaVision and uh, Coming to America, like Scott. Right. That's TVs don't count. They do TVs count. Do They're plugged in. They They're are plugged, plugged in. in. Right. No, technically that's plugged. They were plugged in before phones were. Right, that right. is true. LZ yeah. does have I mean, a point. There okay. is an outlet I mean, and there yeah, is a wire. But at the, yeah, but at the same time, like when I want to unwind and I want to unplug. No, 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 no. You see, you're conflating unwind with unplug. <laughs> To justify, to justify the definition. flaws yeah. in your logic. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. unplugged is a specific definition. Unwind is a different definition. Yeah, I, but the part of my unwind is watching TV. So I feel <laughs> well, like well, well, when we ask you about unplugged, just say, no, dog, I ain't doing that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> right, right, no, be... no, I'm not doing that. I refuse. There you go. Okay, there, there you go. go. There you go. <laughs> trying, to, trying to fit in and then change the definition once we let you in the club. <laughs> No, the velvet. You are not on the list, sir. You no. cannot pass the velvet rope. <laughs> no, and I'm and not I'm unplugging. not unplugging either. No, yeah, me, me neither. Yeah, yeah. Can't you know, it. first of all, I think it is stupid to have unplugged day on the same day that WandaVision is finishing right. and Coming to America is coming exactly. out. Exactly. That was a dumb decision Dumb decision. decided that. The only thing worse than that than picking a Super Bowl Sunday. Dumb right. decision. Not going to oh, happen. No. Why can't to- we have Super Bowl Saturday? You, you need a Wednesday. You want to no, unplug no, 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 no. Wednesday. I'd even take Saturday. I've had this discussion for years with my guy, Stu Gotts, from the Levitard Show. He's been nailing this. Think about it. You know, either either that or make Monday the national holiday. Everybody's hungover. That's right? Good. Like, so if you do it Saturday, it, you, you already have two weeks between the game. Who cares if it's 13 or 14 days? No, you take Monday off. That You turn Monday into the national holiday so that everybody gets another day off. But what about the banks? How are you going to yeah. cash that money after you went streaking and you get to go to the, point. you know, yes, exactly. you gambled and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right, after you wear that banana hammock and go right. 90 yards and have Kevin Harlan say, exactly. somebody stop that man. Are you in on Super Bowl Saturday? We'll discuss on the other side. Jerry Hairston's going to join us to talk some Dodgers and we got what you need to know. Sedano, LZ, Cap, 710 ESPN, back in two minutes and 10 seconds.